You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London. Yo, what's up? My name's Waymer. My name's Steve, aka Steve BDF, even though I ain't been in BDF since 2006. (laughs) (laughs) And my name is Lewis, the dirty, nasty. Nah, I'm only joking. My name's Lewis. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I am Lewis. My name's Lewis. I am Lewis. Like. <laughs> Yo, what's up? And you're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, episode number three, the Ruxon 20th anniversary review show special. Make some noise for that. <laughs> so we're missing one person, man. We need to shout out our brother, Dave BDO. Dave McBoo. McBoo. He couldn't be here today. I think he's on dad duty. So big up to Dave. Scraping up all the baby poo and that. Respectful. That baby poo is no joke. Trust me, man. It stinks. So how are you guys doing anyway, man? Yeah, man. I'm fucking good. I've had a long day at work. Emptying out fruit machines. Legally, of course. Not illegally. I was going to (laughs) say. Makes a change, doesn't it? Yeah. Tell me Black not, guy emptying out fleet machines. Not, not, <laughs> like, not like the old days, I tell you that. But yeah, it's been a it's been a busy day. I've been covering someone at work, so managed to go home, make some dinner, and come back here. So we'll come back to come all the way up to the studio. So yeah, sweet man. Bad. Personally, I've been doing fuck all all day. It's been great. You're in your uh, your what? It's one of your because you do shifts, right? So it's your yeah, day off today. Yeah, yeah. So I finished night shift yesterday, so I woke up at about two o'clock. Put porn hub so, on. Yeah, a bit of porn hub. And Why then, not? You know, <laughs> Oh, did you see uh, that Mia Khalifa was in London today? Who? Who's you know that? that? No, that that bird who's he's that Lebanese American chick, like Mia Khalifa, the porn actress. I, I, I don't know. She's her. walking around wearing the fucking old. Well, Google it. I don't know any of them by name. She was fucking uh, walking around <laughs> with a fucking West Ham shirt. Like, I don't think she knows anything about fucking football though. But yeah. Do you know you get these like people that watch porn and they know they know all the porn star names. Yeah. Where they was born and what they. I find that kind of it's nuts, weird. Man. I find I find that a little bit creepy. I got to be honest. Yeah, you just watch porn to watch. It's almost like top trumps are saying, can it? Like porn, porn is good for like the fucking twelve seconds that I need it. <laughs> People know all the attributes and they're like, yeah, she's got a DP, like fucking, like, <laughs> yeah, like fucking, yeah, it's like Pokemon cards, isn't it? Like, I think I, I think the only porn star that I could name would be. Jenna Jameson, oh, and Tara Patrick, but that's because she was with, with Evan, she was Big Brother, like, Evan with Evan from Biohazard. Who, Jenna Jameson? One of them was on Big Brother uh, a I couple of years ago. Never watched it. Ah, oh, no, okay. I had a funny thing um, happen to me this week, man. I wanted to share with you guys. Was it funny, though? No, well, <laughs> it got... <laughs> that is dark, mate. <laughs> anyway, on my way to work, I always, like, passed across the coffee. It's got a drive through so, cut a long story short, I get to the Costa Coffee and I needed to send an email to work. Yeah. So, like, rather than go straight through the drive-thru, I kind of parked up on the side and I was sending an email and my engine was running. It was running for about three minutes. So, some dude, middle-aged dude, knocks my window. So, I'm thinking he's going to ask me to move my car because I'm blocking his car or something. I put down the window and he says to me, excuse me, mate, do you know that your engine's running? And I thought, are you trying to be funny? <laughs> right? So like, I went, yeah, I know it's running. He goes, oh, I've been watching you for four minutes and your engine has been running. Do you know that's bad for the environment? Don't you think you should switch it off? Fucking no, oh, So mate. I basically told him to fuck off. 
Yeah. And then he's kind of strumped his shoulders and kind of walked away disappointed. But it got me thinking. I thought he had a point, but he does have a point. But fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, fuck. I remember, you know what I, mean? I remember when. Do you know it's funny fuck you say that? Hell, I remember right. when we fucking um when I went black and blue bowl in '09 with ammo, and uh we come back from Greenpoint because that's where they had it held that that particular edition or the black and blue guys, and we must have got a train back to to China time. We jumped off the train, and it was like a Hummer or this massive fucking car. Like it was just I can't remember if it was a guy, or a woman, or a guy who got out the car and like. The engine was just like running, just like you got out of the car, went into the fucking store, and the engine was just running. We sort of looked around each other, was like, "Fucking hell, that's like pretty mad that they just have the fucking engine just like on." Like, what? No one in the car? No one in the car. Just the car just running. That'd be good in my in my area. What it is though, like, if you fucking people want to waste their petrol and fucking waste your petrol, like, you sit in your fucking car with the engine like running idly for like three minutes. It's not the fucking same as like fucking some factory pumping out loads of fucking fumes directly into the fucking sky. But I mean, yeah, nah, for real. Also, I, I suppose you'd have to be foolish to nick a Hummer because fuck me, you're getting caught straight away. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just thought it was strange. That, like in this day and age, you can't knock on. I wouldn't knock on if, if a guy was sitting in a car. I wouldn't knock on his window and come and say something really sarcastic. People are getting stabbed and shot and all kinds of shit for like yeah for the silliest of reasons for some for this geezer to knock on my window and say that. I just find it strange. Especially anyway. when you're parked up near a dogging site as well, right? <laughs> oh, Costa Coffee, you said. Sorry, I forgot. Was it Stan, was it, was it Stan Collymore? <laughs> or Phil Mitchell? <laughs> anyway, man. So the uh, 2nd of May was the... No, it wasn't 2nd of oh, May. Oh, no. I forgot the wrong date. What was the date? First, was the first sec, 2nd of June. What the fuck first, am I got? 1st of June. 2nd of June. 1st of June was the Friday. Fuck we had practice that day. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the 2nd of June, man, we had the Watson Records... Um, 20th anniversary show. They were celebrating 20 years in the game. They started in what? 1998, man. And uh, it that was, was 20 a, years ago. What, yeah, 20, <laughs> 20 years ago. I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna take a punt on about June 1998. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah. So do you know what? I thought before we go into the show, man, I wanted to go through the Bucks and Records catalog, man. It's kind of sick, bruv. Check this out, right? Nine Bar, mm. Special Move, Prowler, Bun Them Out. Mm-hmm. These are all releases by Ruction. Surge of Fury, Stout, yep. TRC, the release Wisdom in Chains, Six Feet, Six Foot Bitch before Peachy turned into a prat. Fucking Diction, Cartel, In Due Time. And then later on, uh, No Second Chance. Proven, ironed out, will soon come. That catalogue is fucking nuts, bruv. What do you think about that, that is, man? That's a fucking, when you look at it like that, that's a crazy back catalogue. We had this conversation before with ironed out, and uh, you, like Lewis, you were saying that you like having that physical copy, you like having the booklet, you like. So do you, do you think there's still, I don't know, I think people still want the CDs and. <laughs> yeah. From my own it's point of view, harder, definitely. From my own point of view, I don't really buy CDs. No, I don't anymore. Either. And I'm being real, I don't. Yeah, my car's my car ain't even got a CD player. It's got a Bluetooth stereo. Yeah. It's got a cassette deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, funny you say that because fucking cassettes have started to make a fucking mad comeback into the fucking fray as well. Like, but mm. I mean, you, I look at it in two ways. Like, I've been spoken to all different types of people regarding like physical releases and stuff like. 
some people still like to have that physical release because they want something to remember the, a band by or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just people like having nostalgic things and having to be able to go, oh yeah, I bought yeah. this and I've got this and I went to this show and I remember when I had this. So that's one way of looking at it. But in, in another sense, yeah, when you have a physical release, how many units are you going to shift for? If you're like someone like fucking Code Orange or someone who's like kind of big, then it makes sense to do physical release as well as digital because bands like that are going to fucking sell shit because people always want to get their merch, buy their fucking physical shit and yeah, their merch real. and that. Yeah. But if you're just like a smaller band and people like you, but you're not huge, it might not be worth like doing a physical uh, run or whatever. But I mean, at the same time, I think it's still, there's a purpose for it. Well, vinyl, man. Vinyl is where... Yeah. I think... I, I think that's... I think what you're... I might be preempting you, but I no, think what you're about to say might be that... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think maybe the thing with vinyl is that because it's a really great format in terms of artwork and something that you can collect and something you can keep and look at versus a CD, vinyl's like hands down, it's a like, it's a better format in terms of what you've got in your hands and what you've got to look at and the detail and stuff like that. Um, and CDs, basically when I buy a CD, for the last 10 years when I bought a CD, all I've done is put it in, straight in my computer, burned it. Yeah, yeah. And then listen to it on my computer anyway. It's more convenient not having a CD, yeah. let's be honest. So, like, I mean, you know. and, and CDs ain't that great looking. Like, you can do a good, good digipack and stuff like that. But a, a vinyl is like, you've got a, you've got almost got a little poster there. Do yeah. you know what I mean? If you want something to look at, you've got the artwork and it looks fucking great on like on the on the front cover of a vinyl. It's like them crazy ass fucking 70s fucking funk and like uh, psychedelic rock fucking albums they used to put out when you like, Oh, you just got a regular fucking vinyl and you open up and it just fucking opens up into this massive fucking <laughs> yeah, tent the fucking thing. thing. You're like, what the fuck's this? Like, but yeah, you can do great things, can't you? With a vi- with a twelve inch like canvas, you can do something really good with it. Like just a simple gatefold, like the middle of it just looks fucking can look amazing if you do it right. So, yeah. but you I know mean, what? The other the other day, man, I every now and again I'll go into the cupboard and I will pull out all my old CD cases and I go for all my old CDs, man, and I just. When you actually see the physical CD, it brings you back to that time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Like, so oh, like, shit, I remember I this. I think all these young kids are missing that, man. Yeah, of course they that are. That connection like, to the music. But, but I do think that's why cassettes, cassettes especially, is like a big surprise to me because as someone who is approaching his 40s in the next couple of years... I thought you like, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> as someone's approaching that age <laughs> that you're already that. at, Someone's gone way past By the way. As a kid, I'm like tapes were good for taping stuff off other people, but other than that, they were shit. Where do you buy a tape recorder? I hated That's tapes. That's what I'm saying. I'd like, these people are buying tapes. Are they actually playing it though, or is it just there I for think the it's just something to have and hold? Yeah. Like, do you I think, think? I reckon people. Nah, are. Man, some, where the fuck some, would you get a tape some deck people, from? Some people have still got fucking banger fiestas and that with fucking Matt tape means, decks in it. Like, yeah. it's gone now, brother. I don't know where you'd get a tape deck. From. Well, I reckon people. eBay. People fucking go boot sales and they fuck. I know. Um, shout out Chris from War Crimes. He's done. He's doing his own fucking label, uh, Southern Hospitality. And he's got like a dubbing fucking shit that he must have fucking bought. And he does his own fucking tape. He duplicates it. You know what I mean? I like that guy. Time consuming, but like, if you you want it and you want to fucking do it, you'll fucking do it. But that's what I was going to quickly say, just lastly on this. With a CD, we could go to fucking butt fuck nowhere in the middle of mainland Europe, like, where some mans don't ever get to see bands all the time, like, because you've got to go to a bigger city. So when you turn up to a smaller time, and you play a show there and they're like, oh, do you have any CDs or do you have anything to sell? Like, or 
if you got something like that, people will fucking buy it. Believe me, like there's been times mm-hmm. where I'm thinking, oh, when we've gone out on like fucking weekenders with Ruxia bands or any other bands, and I've taken the distro, and I'm like, oh, maybe we might not sell anything, and then I've come back and like given money to Poppy, and I'm like, fucking hell, we like made 150 euros. Like when I thought yeah, we'd even make time. like 30 euros or something. So you just never know. It's potluck sometimes, but yeah, yeah. actually both like so last orders one of your numerous fucking bands yeah. and I and Doubt actually recently had our first um, EP I released doubt. on cassette so I don't even know if that sold any or what the review of you two <laughs> the I and Doubt one no I never, I never the cassette because we had us and oh, them got bought out shit. on cassette fucking didn't it? the cassette come out on Unvanquished Records um, in Finland so big up those guys well big up the big guy up who done that yeah family. big up the yeah. Finland family He's at, they've actually put out uh, Become a Threat as well I want to big up Sammy but um they all sold out or they like yeah. he sold a lot of them like he sent some to fucking Ireland he sent some to mainland Europe he sent some to the UK That's as well dope. like he done alright with the he done a really good job of it he well. done a great job of it my one's I'm, just I'm genuinely surprised up by that I've got to be honest my one's like in my studio and I've got it it's like a, it's actually like a mantelpiece man but yeah, that's, but it's cool. I like looking at it, and yeah. like, you know, I threw mine in a fucking bin because I like the band. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, so let's. I want to give a shout out to Pearlball and uh, Pops, big part of Ruxion, man, holding it down for twenty years. I know there's been good times and bad times, but they're you know stuck at it and they've helped out a lot of bands, man. So it's unfair to talk about Ruxion too much without having them here yeah, to like. Yeah, definitely. We'd like to get them on the show one day and talk about it, man. So yeah. And of course, man. Yeah. Honorable mention to uh, Matty and Bizzle as well because I've heard they yeah, used Matt to and be Beazle, sir, yeah. part of yeah. it as well back in days. I mean, we're gonna do a proper Ruxion one and get him in, and we're gonna talk about Ruxion, man. But anyway, the day it was on a at the Unicorn. It was a nice sunny day. Oh, it was banging. But you know what? So day. what time did it start? The show. The show started at four o'clock. So Idle Hands were on at four, right? Idle Hands started off the day, and normally when a first band plays, it's yeah. like you think, fuck, no one's going to be there. like. But yeah, there was real. a lot of people there. like A lot of people were there to fucking check them out, like, which is really off. good. Because everyone worries about that when you're like the first band. Oh, no one's going to turn up or everyone's on their way. But it was pretty decent. Like. Do you know what? Shout out to Idle Hands because like, no one really wants to open up a festival and they didn't complain about it or anything. And, uh, no, that's it. I've got it? a confession to make. I missed, I only caught the last two of their songs. And the reason being is I got there at four but there were so many people that I was like, you know, when you go to a venue and there's bare people you, you haven't seen for time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's my money, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so I had people chasing me around like Benny Hill from, no, anyway. Yeah, so so many people. So I was like, I, I was turning left. Oh, what's up, man? How are you? I was turning right. Oh, what's up? How are you? And I, by the time was, I finished talking to this comforting, he's got mics. <laughs> <laughs> So like I was just chatting to bare people, and then by the time I got into the venue, I only got to see uh, the last two songs. So, did you get to see, who got to see the full set list? I got to see hand? the full set because obviously I was by the distro, just hovering around. Same sort of thing. Just you go to like move to a spot to go and see, and then someone goes, "Oh shit! Oh fucking hell! I ain't seen you for time." Or like, "Oh shit, you're here." Because there's loads the- of people there. They fucking. We had like a coach load of fucking Belgians, like. We got the Belgians, but, but. A fucking coach load of Belgians. Baptiste fucking organised that. Baptiste, my brother, man. And Titi was fucking helping, Titi, getting, running yeah. people to get involved in that. So that was really fucking cool. We shouldn't forget the coach load from uh, was it Bristol as well? Yeah, there was a little van uh, put on by a Pelbert organiser and a Raydon who drove us in Europe. He was what he was actual driver. So oh, big was up Ray. Driver? Yeah, he was driver. Yeah, Ray was there, mate. That's a that's, that's sick, man. 
Yeah. I checked out Idle Hands, right? So was, there, was there a lot of people there? Yeah, uh, to, was, watch, there to watch Idle Hands? There was, a, there was at least, like, cause, cause, in the crowd, there was like 50 busy. people there, like, definitely busy. And for those who don't know, the Unicorn's probably, what, 75 anyway, isn't it? Like, that little venue bit. The, what, oh, you the, mean 75? The little stage areas, probably yeah, about yeah. 75. Yeah. Definitely. 15, have a look, have a look, have a look. Yeah. Busy. yeah. It was definitely busy when they when they when they uh, when they started, so it was pretty decent. Like. I mean they always put on the fucking good shit hands. I know well, it might have When them guys gonna put out some new music, man. They need some you hear me, you need some new music, idle hands, you need to release some new stuff, man. Great band. Well the thing is, because they're from South London and the economy around is pretty poor, like they don't really have much money, you know what I'm saying? They struggle like to fucking raise funds. So <laughs> we could maybe do a GoFundMe or like do a fucking urgent appeal, like fucking like Red Cross or something. <laughs> we could do like comic relief. Yeah, for, for comic South relief. London. Did he do it? He said he was I was um he said he said a funny comment to you, Lewis. When Arthur Hands was planned, he said something about Doing the benefit. Oh, he said doing the benefit. I can't remember what the joke was. He, he said, told me. He said something about doing the benefit for the fucking these poor people from East London. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's a fucking prick. Tony. He's, he's a fucking like, he's a good dude. I do like Tony. No, he's, he's funny fuck. as fuck. Man. He's, he's, he's a good, fuck. good front man. Like he brings in Phil is a good front man as well. He just ends up fucking taking out the whole fucking crowd. Like, like no, oh, Phil, you're the singer, bro. You're not supposed to take people out. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? So bigger idle hands and up was next. Up next, should I say? Sorry. All the way from Bonnie, old Scotland. From Scotland, I haven't seen this band for ah uh, ten years. When was the last time? Did they? Did they divide? Gone. Uh, I remember at the Underworld coming on stage after them, and I don't know whether that was was that Ninja First Thirteen. Was that the last time they played Ninja I Fest? Don't, I don't no, know. they never played Ninja Fest 13. They didn't play that. Maybe it was oh, before that then. That's my last Ninja. memory. No. See, we don't, we in don't... London, he's going on stage after them or before them. I, can't, I'm, I remember them and us being on stage see, as you can at see, the we Underworld do, we do and just switching over. Ninja Fest 13, I can't. But I don't even remember what band I was in at the time. Might was have been, you doing break band Ninja Fest 13? Could have been. And... BDF as well. Does BDF reunion and, and fifty? I was still in fifty caliber at that time oh, as well. Okay. Um, but also there was the Running Riot Fest, which maybe they played that. Which is I think that was about two thousand and eleven. Wow, man! Or so, something oh, like that. So it could have been that when I was in that. When I was doing ambush at that so time. It actually, it hasn't been that long. Well, it's been long, but not ten years. Maybe six, seven years. Yeah, but then, Joe, you know what? My memory's fucking shot anyway, so it could have been fucking 12 years ago for all I know. Jesus, man. My, my best memories are from, like, the longer you go back, the less alcohol I've accumulatively drunk in my life. Um, so my memory's actually better from, like, my childhood <laughs> and my early 20s. Do you know what? Like, Divide, man. The way People always talk, like, talk about Divide as the UK wisdom in chains which is unfair like to compare because they've been doing that style for time do you know what I mean yeah but like uh, it was so good to see and they was fucking on point as usual I remember yeah they playing, put a good show divide I thought but they killed it man yeah I remember we the last the last time um I played Scotland we stayed at their house uh the guitarist and the singer they share a house and I'll never forget man like these guys own the crown for drinking I do <laughs> not care oh the what proof is they're putting it from Scotland says. Scotland bro, I, I want to drink, drink with them no bruv they would I know you can have you, you're good on the whiskey bruv but these guys would take you take yeah. you down <laughs> but I'm, I'm fucking I'm up for that we played the gig yeah we was drinking we, we was we was fucked and then uh, literally after that I remember we got a black cab to the house 
And these guys started bringing out even more drinks and I just wanted to go to bed. Yeah. So then we're, we're drinking, drinking, and I think I must have passed out about 3am in the morning. I was fucked, I was gone. But you, you ain't a regular drinker though, are you? Like, you don't... Because nah, yeah. normally, you, I've, I've, I think probably when we was in Finland, I remember you sort of coming along and going, I've had a few too many here. Like, I remember yeah, just we were watching the Champions League final and <laughs> just remember like... Me and my mate, you remember like, my, my mate from school was there and I was just sitting there chatting to him. You just yeah. come on and went, <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. Do you know what it is? Like, yeah. When I drink quickly, like I don't like, I like to get, I like to get like to the point where I'm still, I'm fucked, but I'm in control. Yeah. Like, and when I feel like, I don't, I don't like to be one of these piss guys that is pissing themselves out of control, rolling around the street. I just, I like towards a, that little bit of common sense still there so when yeah. I know I know when to stop so getting back to my story quickly you know I was drinking I passed out at 2 o'clock I woke up at about 11pm and these guys were still up drinking yeah that's fucking so, 11 so soldiers they had been mate. drinking like wait 11 so I said, like so with ele- in, 11 in the morning yeah, yeah. I fell asleep at 2am in the morning I woke up about 11pm even 12 because I remember I think England was England was playing funny enough I woke up, these guys are still drinking. And when I woke up, they offered me some more drinks. I said, yeah. bruv, you guys are fucking nuts, man. Like, I remember the end yeah. of the, I remember the end of the night. Nice. And they're all getting into the uh, into the van outside the unicorn. And they were trying to uh, reverse like the driver. <laughs> what, drunk? No. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, was, yeah. I feel really bad because like this like there's so many names of these people that I met and like there's names that I've forgotten that. But I know the driver wasn't drinking, like he was fucking really safe, the basis. And he's like, yeah, I've got a fucking driver with these fucking guns. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they got a plane. Are you no, one about? of them got a plane. One of them, one of them flew. Oh, what a lucky yeah, bastard, man. Fly. But that's why they was on so early, because it's a shame, because like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be a little bit more high up the bill, like, because they've not played for so long down in London. So it was just a shame. But, but the good thing is they had a good number of people, and people were singing. People got involved, yeah. in it? Like, people they, got involved. They look generally shocked by the reaction. I'm thinking, come on, man, this is the vibe, man. Like, exactly, people, people have been waiting time to see you guys, man. Yeah. Just and even, and even, that's the thing as well because even had a couple of young youngsters were like going, "Is that band like divided?" It was like, like yeah, man. Was like yeah, that's the band line. They go fuck like that, that, people couldn't believe. Some kids couldn't believe it like that. They managed. We well, it was either Pierre or, or Poppy who managed to fucking actually get make this organised and make it happen. Like so. No, I'm so glad. So man. respect to Divide for coming all the way down. Like it's hopefully it's not really going to be cool. like another six, seven years, man. Hopefully we can. Get him down yeah. again. Make a regular film like or something, man. So, um, the best band of the day was on next. Oh, I wonder God, who that yeah. could be. <laughs> 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 Phenomenal set, mate. Yeah, so the next band was I and Out, which we are all members of. Like, um, you know what? Before we go into I and Out, I have to give a shout out to Tempers Frey because they were supposed to play. And unfortunately, was it something happened to one of them couldn't make it? Or? Yeah, one of them couldn't make it for whatever reason. I think it, something had come up like last minute. So I know I didn't see, I didn't see Chris there. I didn't see Bob there that day, but I did see um, John Farley was there for there, and I did see yeah John Farley Nick, was yeah, there. Nick was there as well. Like so, big him up for coming along to yeah and still supporting the show. Support the show. I mean, not to say that the others didn't want to come, but. You just for whatever reason couldn't make it. But big up Tempest Free. Yeah, but yeah sorry, I, when my carry I, on. No, no, it's cool, man. I just wanted to shout them out because you know, I, I, I personally was dying to play the fest. I don't know about you yeah, guys. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So when I, when I was told, yeah, we could got the opportunity to play it. I'm not gonna lie, I was like happy, but yeah, I was I was fucking well happy. When I was like, oh, fucking hell, another band I've got to do. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. 
But I didn't want to get the de- de- detriment of, uh, is that the right way to yeah, pronounce it? Yeah. Of, uh, temp- of Tempest Ray, but shout out to them. So yeah, I ended up playing. I thought, brother, I really enjoyed that set, man. We, um, people were singing along. That's a along. good time, wasn't it? It was, do you know what? That's what I love about hardcore. Like, I've never, I like hard pits and I like the violent dance and all that, but I prefer, and this is most probably because I'm an old git, I preferred that when everyone's singing. Yeah, and same it's here. like the yeah, pylons. Same, same and here. everyone, it's just a hat. You've got your, your arms around your, your mate. Yeah. I, I prefer that involved, side of like... it. Yeah, rather than the big arch. And kind of, we had that on the Iron Out set. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, because. We had uh, a bit of a mixture, didn't we, I suppose? Yeah. Because looking back, our friend and our brother Iman, he filmed our full set. Like, on, big up Iman. Yeah, bop, bop, bop. He filmed it on the Facebook live stream. And I watched it back like two days later because yeah, Sunday I was fucking out my nut. Well, not out my nut, but I was fucking so tired. Uh, you nut. But I watched it. Last order song in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. I was watching it, and like, I remember on the day as well, like just the amount of like the Belgians were for me, like they were like Dimmy the Belgians are hype, and Titi, bro. like they That's were so fucking hype. like just there at the front, just fucking sing along oh, to every amazing. fucking word, and I was like. All other people, like Idle Hands boys were all there and there was other yeah, people who, them. like, are just fans of the hardcore scene in general who were all singing along and getting involved and, like, dancing. There was no beef, there was no drama. Everyone was just having yeah, a really, real. really yeah. good time. And that's what I think spurred us on to even put on a fucking better show. Because personally, that was probably the best Iron Out set that I've, like, been a part of. Yeah, I think, I, I personally, yeah, I really, really enjoy that set. Like, I'd probably agree with that, to be honest. I think... Um, it did have that kind of good time vibe. And I think as well, just from like solely our point of view and our, our band's point of view, we've wanted to do, we all want to do a band where the vibe is just good and it's a bit more happy and like, it's not all about like, open this fucking pit up, kick yeah. the fuck out of everyone. Because yeah, yeah. I just, I want to, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of that and I, I like to see like people smiling and having fun and stuff like that. Yeah, so, me, yeah, I agree with that. And that's exactly how it was. So, I mean, yeah. I have to say like, um, from the from the get go, the vibe at the Ruxham Fest was just, you know, when you play a hardcore show and there's always that arms crossed, impress me look you get yeah. from certain crowds. Yeah. But well, I think on that day, everyone was just there to say, look, we ain't gonna. It was just let's have fun. Yeah, and, and it just made it like it just made for the day. Do you know what I mean? And I think to be honest, a lot of people were saying that's probably one of the best gigs they've been to, one of the best London gigs they've been to, especially Ruxham gigs. Um, and I think because yeah, bearing in mind we were free on, as well, weren't it? You fucking we, cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> but we were on at five thirty in the afternoon, and you was I reckon fucked. any other fucking venue in the country at five thirty in the afternoon, we'd have had two men, a dog, and no enthusiasm <laughs> to right, any, from anybody to watch. You're right, but mate. when we come on stage and the bands before us, even as we've already mentioned, yeah, for real, two bands. The in. vibe was already there. It was, yeah. it was already fucking banging at five thirty in the afternoon. It helps to make it when it's like the sun is shining and like yeah. it's a good day. When the it's raining, it's like windy and it's a bit gloomy. It's like oh fucking oh, don't really want us. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. It was a fucking. Yeah. It was a good fucking day. I tell but you yeah. what, though, you can tell that we we all play in Ironed Out, can't you? <laughs> the way we're hyping it up. <laughs> of course, man. Yeah. Hey, guys, if you weren't there, you missed something big. <laughs> like, big. But let's have God. a little, say a little shout out to um, David Boo, the other singer. Yeah. Um, 
big up fucking Tom. Tom's actually joined the band live, not recently, but he's been in the band for maybe what? Tom six plays months guitar. Six months, or so, yeah. six months or so, he took Iron over out. from that other fucking. It was that wanker that we used to We had Tom Bellend with a beard. Yeah. Thought he was in ZZ Top. We, we basically just swapped like for life an Irish for yeah. an Irish guy with a beard for a beard, like. Yeah. So yeah, a beard for beard be and, a life, and a life for a life. Tom's got a better beard. <laughs> oh shit, Tom's got a better beard. Tom's like. beard's uh, it's more groomed, more groomed, like. innit? He don't look like so much of a tramp, does he? No. He don't sound. Oh, to be fair, he don't sound like a tramp either, and like. Oh shit. And smell. He, Tom don't smell like a tramp. <laughs> Wow, oh, it's getting deep, mate. Big up fucking <laughs> Mark Rilly, really, man. We love you, really. And um, of course, big bad fucking Rich, man, who stepped in and helped yeah, us out on drums, Rich, mate. Man. Fucking yeah. amazing respect. drummer. And of course, to our, our former drummer, who George, is now the sardine, in the sardine fucking. He's, he's, set, he's actually setting up a fucking. Um, like a grill house in fucking Belgium, like oh, fucking really? doing sardines and yeah. fucking all exotic fish and shit. But I can't sardines. see that working, man. They just eat all the fucking profit. Yeah, I love these sardines, man. Do you know what I mean? Me- <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember in Finland and we were we were uh, it was before the gig and we had a couple of hours to spare and we just walked yeah. down the little dock area. Yeah, that's it. And we found that little um, there was like a market with just open air food food stalls, and we found one with sardines. And George was just like he just made the <laughs> like. The most beeline, <laughs> the heat map on George must have been mad. Like, yeah, I remember that. Most man. diagonal, fucking straight line. That's it. Mate. Is that a Portuguese dish? Well, sardines yeah. is like fucking. The, the main... out there. I never had when I went to Portugal. I'd actually never had them, but when I do go back out there, I definitely want to fucking hit some fucking fresh sardines in the beach. Oh, Soy vegans. <laughs> Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. So on to the next uh, band, man. Proven. Yes. Proven. Who's, I thought, who's that? Who they? Who? They've got some black singer, apparently. He thinks he's all that. Yeah, he's fucking... Walking man. He's fucking. Right, he's bad, he's white. <laughs> heard he sings well, I heard he's a racist. Well. <laughs> yeah, so Proven was on... Free Tommy. Free Tommy. Free Tommy. So yeah, so Proven one next, man. Fucking Rich, the drummer. Who just played in Iron Out and Lewis uh, yeah. both had to do a double set, man. What was that like? Back you must to have been back, fucked, mate. Well. Fucking Richard was definitely tired because, like, yeah, Rich, you know, Rich. yeah, you get like a little. I remember, like, near the end of the night, actually, at the end of the night, I looked around at Rich and I was like, I thought I was tired. I looked at him, you're right, brother. And he's like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just fucking tired. Like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, drummers, yeah. man. So you, just no. you are as old. And like, yeah, we, we had to do it back to back though because for me, yeah, I'm the singer, so doesn't fucking really matter but for him to yeah, take yeah. down his equip take down all his drum stuff and then another band goes on and to put it back on again it's fucking yeah, just no, a no, long waste of time yeah, so it made sense to do it like but um yeah I, the proven set was fucking I was, thought you guys killed it man yeah, it did you enjoy it? Man. I did enjoy I it like that. I mean I'm not gonna lie like most of my energy went into that Iron that set like because uh, I'm, so, I'm was, sorry about that proven I'm sorry about that uh, John John Carr <laughs> yeah. no I thought you killed it maybe in your mind you thought that most yeah in, in my, you like, guys was absolutely smashed it, man. I just yeah, I agree. Like, my my fucking head was just like was just pounding and shit, like because I mean, you've just played a set for like for twenty five minutes. You had a little break and then you're back up again for twenty five minutes. Don't get me wrong, I fucking really enjoyed. It. I love playing with proving that, like, but I felt like there's been I for me personally that I've played in better shows with the band, like oh, especially yeah. like the Crandell show when we played. Yeah, that was in Camden. Like, that I was really enjoyed that fucking set. That was my like, favorite proven, but um, proven show. yeah, but overall though, it was a good set and I did enjoy playing it. So big up the proven guys. Did you, did you play a new sort of song when you was warming up? 
When they were sound checking, I thought I heard. No, we never. We nah. oh, actually literally on a little did, secret. I think... I think they did. Might have just jammed it or something. But we was gonna play a new song, but no, nah, I heard. But because we only had like twenty five minutes, I allowed we, it. We allowed it, like yeah. And plus, um, Mark, you couldn't make practice. Yeah, that's the fucking thing as well. And the dimension <laughs> as well, like way before this shit even fucking started throughout the day, I was in that practice room next door, New Row Studios, from one o'clock to three o'clock. So. I literally done a couple of fucking sets in there and was like, fucking hell, I'm tired already. So I had yeah. to do practice. I had that set, then fucking the proven set. So I was like, pretty, I mean, I don't want to complain. Like, I think, I, actually, I am complaining. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I, like, I do, I do, it's not really doing anything at the moment, but um, I do like a side band, which is with Ray from Knuckle Dust on drums, but it's actually like- Ray Dust. It's actually a, a like seventies ACDC sound thing vocals? that I sing for. Nah, Steve has got a fucking nah. amazing voice, man. He hates talking about it, but but he's got an amazing voice. Check him out. When I do vocals, when we do a rehearsal and I'm trying to sing in it, I get about half an hour in, I'm like, fucking hell. You yeah. don't realise how much singing or whatever takes out you until you actually do it. And then you're like, fuck me. You know what As was... an amateur, especially, no, like, exactly. I'm not, obviously not a pro singer, so I don't know how to no, breathe properly that. and all that. I don't know all the techniques properly, but fucking hell, it really takes it out you. It's like the way that we all, we all sing, we don't, we sing most probably from the throat. Yeah. So like we fucking do fucking spell a lot of energy that's not. Yeah, definitely. Fuck your shit up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I uh, don't know. So that's the thing. When that band starts gigging, I'm gonna fucking die on stage. I'm gonna be like playing and singing. At the you're same gonna need like time, a fucking like, oxygen yeah. mask, man. Like look on your back. Yeah. You're gonna look, look like fucking rocket man. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll, I'll just have one of them, right? I'll just have a little oxygen pack on my back with a little, uh, a little Jake- tube just like in the side of my mouth like that. So every now and then I just go. I'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> breathe it in, breathe it in. <laughs> and the other one, you can have like a hat with the, the JD coming down on the, on, you know, the floor yeah. on the oh, other yeah. side. Just, so someone just quickly say like, big up um, yeah. Mark Doolan, big up Adam, and of course big up Matty All as the well. Members, big All up, big up members. Yep. When's the new proven shit coming out, man? I, you're the first band that's released like the artwork before the like, and then the music. There's no music at all. Yeah. Silence in the room, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on. I think we've hit a sore point. <laughs> so Bob, anyway, the next band, I thought that took up took the whole day to another level in terms of violence and everyone fucking getting kicked in the face and fucking everything opposite from what we was talking about with Vined Out, just pure violence. Yeah. <laughs> Bun them out, man. I thought they fucking, they, they fucking, yeah. Bob, that was, that was dangerous fucking out there, heavy. man. I was like, just standing by the side watching going, God damn. It they always were. happens like these are the sort of type of bands in it. I'm not that's not saying they're a band that sets out to do shit like that, but it's the music in it. It's fucking like it's, it's fuck shit, yeah. mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. It's fuck, it's fuck. So the kids like as soon as they start playing, they hear it and it's like, Woo! yeah, they're like, they just turn into rabid fucking animals and everyone yeah, just starts yeah, fucking yeah. hitting each other and just going fucking crazy. But do you know what they've got over a lot of other beatdown bands is they have got a lot of parts where people can't can participate in singing. Cause I see everyone fucking ah, no, no, grabbing yeah. the mic, 
I say, uh, it's people who've never done a Spanish lesson in their life. Fucking yeah. Spanish parts, isn't it? Like, exactly, man. You know what else strikes me actually now? Now we're sort of talking about that. If you look at the first few bands that played that fest up to and including Bun Them Out, it shows a good variety to the bill as well. Yeah. You think about a lot of people probably up and down the country will think about Ruction and they'll go, oh, yeah, it's just boot down stuff, isn't it? Yeah. If yeah. you looked at that fest, and the first few bands, just the first bands that we've mentioned now, the, the vibes for the different sets are different like yeah, all real. the way through. And then when you get something like Bun Them Out, it just ain't another beat down style band in, in amongst the fucking two, 20 others. It's just like, yeah, I'm ready for a bit of violence now. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Pretty There's much. a time and a place for everything, isn't there? And that was uh, George. Especially violence. Mr. George Sardine's last show with Bun Them Out because yes. he's now living in Belgium and that. They rehearsed as well, I think, that morning. Yeah, so, they rehearsed um, at um, K-Town Studios. Big them up, big up K-Town. We yeah, regularly practiced there as well. Yeah. So, and yeah, I think they started at like 10 and done it to like 1 o'clock. So it was early start for them mans as well. Yeah, for real, man. And I love Flawless, man. Flawless has just got the is most probably the most ignorant front man on earth. <laughs> 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 it just... <laughs> He's got a sophistication about him as well. Right? <laughs> ignorant in a good way, man, but like... They make a good tag team, man. I thought they'd done a good job, man. So big up to them guys, man. Uh, and then uh, yeah. my only my only thing with a day, right? I don't know if you guys are gonna agree with me. I think it could have done with a mid a break in the middle. I know it could I, have done that, like, no, but I, we're fucking right. We don't do breaks. We just go straight <laughs> in and we fucking. No, do you know why? Because I wanted to watch every band and fucking. I need this time to eat, man. Yeah. So I ended up missing no, no second chance. Big up to no second chance. They was on next. I went to get something to eat. Took me a lot longer than I thought. And I got got back and I totally missed their set. I um, checked out no second yeah. chance. How were they, man? They were fucking tight, mate. They're, they're that all, band's always they're tight. always tight. That's the so thing. Like, they're the always time. tight. They've been touring for a long time and they've put out a good amount of records as well. Like, So you always know what you're going to expect from no second chance. A good live performance and it's going to be solid and it's going to be tight. So, of course, big up those guys. Excuse me, I'm all fucking just, burp. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were having a fucking fit then, bro. <laughs> fucking might as well be, mate. Life. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm right, mate. I'll, I'll come back to life, mate. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate, you're going to have to die. <laughs> um, you need Nicky back. What was I going to fucking say? Um, fucking lost my train of thought. Nah, mate, my mother kill me if she had <laughs> I'll kiss you the, the black, black man. man. <laughs> you kiss the man. And he's black. Get out. Get out of here. You're not no son of mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. <laughs> um, I don't care he wasn't breathing and he was going blue. Yeah, so like, going back to what he was like to say about no second chance. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they've been touring for a fucking good while. Obviously, I know it's slowed down. Obviously, we're all getting older. We're all fucking doing family shit. I don't know David, the guitarist, is fucking now moved to... Uh, New keys, tattoo. Yeah, he's doing well, man. Doing tattoos. Fucking and, yeah. Ian, the drummer, is like part time fucking brewer in his fucking in his house making fucking crazy ass beers and real. shit. Nah, I think it's just like as a hobby, you know what I mean? But I That's see all his Facebook posts. He's a fucking character. Damn, that guy. But the one good thing, positive thing, is like they're always having sometimes, I don't want to say issues, but they have lineup changes and they've got a solid, the, the, the change in terms of the musicians has always been like solid. They've not really changed much, but no, the singers—they've the yeah. had to sort of like change a few times, and they've got their original singer Owen back. Like, oh shit! So yeah, so they're, I think they're recording. They might put something out. I'm not sure who with, whether it's Ruction. I, I don't know. Not heard what's what's been uh, happening behind him. the good scenes. Him, but like, yeah. So they went from Owen to was it Dave? No, they went from Owen. No, to Dave. 
No, go on. They went, I'm pretty sure they went from Owen to Stu, and then they went to... Um, Dave. No, Adrian, Adrian, his name's Adrian from... Jeez, Dave, 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 it's like fucking, oh, Dave. It's, like, it's like Partridge, isn't it? Dan, 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 Dan. Dan. <laughs> yeah, they went from fucking Stu to Adrian, who's living in France. Oh, yeah, 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 and then, yeah. And uh, I think, obviously, no, he couldn't man, do it anymore. Dave, then Dave. That dude from um, have I got his name wrong? Is it? I don't tell me his name's Bristol. Rodney because I will fucking. Die. <laughs> he lives near Bristol. Skinner dude, big dude. No, oh fucking, what's his name? Um, Dave Warman. No, Dave yes. Warman was in fucking uh, Dead Man's Chest. He was oh, in fucking. Yeah, yeah. Same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dave, oh, Dan, Dave. Where, where did that bit out? Oh. <laughs> Nah, we don't fucking I'll get that, that yeah, that's totally jokes, mate. They've, had, they've, had, they've gone back to the original single, They've gone back to the original single, like. So, oh, yeah, fucking... I don't know why I'm getting them two mixed up, man. That's it, so... So, yeah, yeah cool, man. Like, so, next up was fucking... Injury time. Injury time. The return of injury fucking time, mate. Yeah, we could see injury time, but... Oh, mate. Sadly, talking about vocalists... Uh, Prodigal son. Well, not anymore, like. He's at home eating fucking chicken goujons and watching fucking and playing play uh, playing FIFA 18. <laughs> Dave D uh, DBS man, he's a fort- unfortunately, I think he just he's exiled himself. Yeah, he didn't he didn't he didn't want to yeah, do he's it. He's exiled himself. Like, I mean, it, well, it didn't feel like, which just, is fair enough. Yeah, not to not to talk for Gizzy, he can like speak for himself, but he's just... One day we'll get him on the podcast. We'll get him yeah, on the podcast. That guy yeah, is uh, he's got, he's he's got an amazing guy, man. He's a character, mate. But yeah, just to briefly say, like, he's just he's just not feeling it anymore. Like, you know I mean, some people get to a point is where... Is that what he said? He's just literally... Is he falling out of love with hardcore or he's falling out of love with performing? I think performing? in terms of music and stuff, like, I mean, he still listens to music, but he's just like... I mean, he goes back with you guys a long time. Yeah, he does, he's man, been doing yeah. it a fucking long... He's yeah. been, He's been part of it for a long time, and he just got to a point where he's like, you know, what? I fucking just can't be bothered to do this anymore. Nah, that's just, fair enough, man. Just didn't yeah. want to do it anymore. I, so. I think, Joe, what if you're going to do music the way that we do it, where you don't get anything for it other than the pleasure of doing exactly. it, exactly, and the effort that you put into it is a if lot. If you don't love it, that effort exactly really that feels like effort. I tell you what, and I've always I've said this for years. I fucking hate rehearsing. I hate rehearsals. Like, I will rehearse. I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will rehearse yeah. and, like, I'll turn up and I'll take part. And I obviously, I agree that you need to rehearse to be a good band. So you, I do it. But stuff like that, if you if you don't love it enough to want to do wow, the wow. things that you don't like, it's no fucking point because that's you ain't like, going to get nah, anything You know what, Steve? It's funny you say that because that's, like, little... Quit me. That's when I used to play football back in the day. I used to fucking hate training and that. Like, yeah, I fucking hated it. Like, yeah, having to fucking travel to go and fucking do bollocks, fucking running around the cones for like fucking half hour and shit. Yeah, I know because you yeah. you want to be the best. Like, but it's all about on the day, innit? it? Like, because yeah. when the day comes to play the fucking show or to play that fucking football match, mm. that's where you know like you're gonna fucking give it your all. But at the same time, yeah, yeah it's important to practice and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> fucking blow out after 20 minutes with fucking out of breath running around like a fucking headless chicken. But no, yeah. But yeah, they had a, so Fatty, and they had, fuck's sake, they had yourself, Mr. Louis G, helping out vocals. as well, like, yeah. Some, I, you guys done a fucking, look, I'm not just saying that because you're sitting across the room. Uh, but well, I you are. You, Oh, I'm <laughs> joking. Excuse <laughs> you, black brother. I got to stick up for you. Oh, thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I thought you man's like I thought you man's backed it, man. 
Yeah, Fatty fucking, uh, fucking hell, Fatty killed it, man. I mean, they asked me. Fatty's a machine, isn't he? Oh, yeah, man. On vocals, he's a fucking machine, bro, that guy. They asked me some time ago, like, because Fatty was going to just do it straight on his own, but DBS as a lyricist, like, if you read his lyrics, they're fucking, like, just amazing. Some of the, no, some of the a, shit, his wordplay, mm. some of the shit that he says in it, it's like, fucking hell, this geezer, man, like, he knows what he's fucking writing, but. He puts a lot of shit into the fucking tunes. Every all like the whole music, everything filled every up with fucking beat, lyrics. Beat. Like yeah, everything's every filled up. So there were some tunes I had to fucking help out and just like not all of it, just four tunes I fucking helped out with. I think my favourite one was London Hearted, like because it's just yeah, it's a tune. It's man. a tune, man. It's real lyrics about fucking. My dad came to this country back in the seventies, like, and he probably never got a lot of love from people who were living here at the time. So to sing a song like that was fucking like it meant it meant a lot, mm. like. I yeah, yeah. Feel it like, but then obviously Paul Semper at the end, people went fucking nuts. Yeah, I was people went fucking wild, mate. What does Paul Semper mean? I, don't yeah, know, I think I'm... it's something to do with dead or something or fucking for forever. It's forever. Because Paul Semper is a Paul Semper is a Paul Semper is a a Maldito tune that um, Rocky wasn't playing drums. Yeah, Rocky's um, playing. Rocky played drums. Uh, Gibbons was on. Uh, bass, I think. Simon's guitar. Simon plays yeah. guitar. Mauricio, Mauricio was on guitar. Uh, there was me, Fatty, Pedro, uh, DBS, Aldito, Alex, Aldito, um, fucking and Mike. Who else? Mike. Mike Lossite. I tell you what. Out of all fucking vocalists that I want to hear again, it's fucking Mike, man. I used to fucking love. Mike's his vocals. got a great voice, man. I He's to that I fucking old... loved his vocals, yeah. man. How the fuck did you guys? Did you ever play a show like? Like with Maldito, where everyone was there, and if you did, how, yeah, how yeah. the fuck did I'm you? Sure. Get, how many mics is that? Yeah, we had, that, we had to mics. share the mics we, around. We, didn't yeah, it? we had, we had to. The would thing is, play, I, I only did about fucking three songs anyway. <laughs> I did. I just did a for anyone that Cameo. don't know me and does know Maldito, which is probably not many, but I'm the guy that does the singing bits on the Maldito Can demo you, uh, from, from fucking however long the guy was. A rendition of Am I going to pronounce this nah. one? Part simpler. Part simple. Template. So when that, when that came on, that that was the last song that Injury Time done, and there's a part where I think everyone that's listening to this podcast has most probably heard the song, but for those that haven't heard the song, there's a part where they sing, "Where my time comes, Bury baby, me with my, my weasel with blaze." To man's it's get, the best lyrics. Get yeah. Fucking so hyped, man. Man's when I tell you why, right, people like Lewis just said, they get hyped. There's a yeah. kid. There's yeah. a kid. It from, never went off like that when we were actually doing the band. When, when we were doing Maldito years ago, it never went off like that. That's crazy. And like, then nowadays, it's sort of like come around. It's just one of the people have just gradually got got hold of it here and there. I think over the years, and I think and that's it's the thing. Like, there's a lot. Of, oh, sorry to cut you off there, Steve. There's a lot of like LB Russia bands who do have these. Like Nine Nine got to the fucking anthems, like yeah, and then fucking BDF got some fucking like one or two anthems as well that like, people. They know the bits that they can fucking get down to. But yeah, Maldito, that particular tune, one kid commented, his name's Jonathan from Cardiff. He was like, I can't believe fucking... Oh, the young I, guy? Yeah, the young yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, he goes, like, he commented on my Instagram and he goes, oh, I can't believe that Maldito, like, you, they played the Maldito cover at the end. And I was like, all oh, right, you fucking, you into that? He's like, yeah, man, I got fucking hyped. So I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, this kid's fucking young, like. Well, that song was made, Maldito, he might have like, been about three... That, so that song was two, I think that was about 2003 when we did that band. 
It didn't last that long, I don't think. It was only about a year or two or something we did my DO for. Did you write the lyrics for that that part? No, nah, I didn't write that. Nah. That would have been ridiculous because I, I don't smoke weed. I don't, smoke <laughs> I don't, weed. I don't speak Spanish either. <laughs> <laughs> he just smokes crack, that's all. Yeah, I don't smoke weed. It makes me sick. So no, it's literally like, that's, I always used to laugh about it because like, yeah, who the there's me on stage going, when probably my tongue comes, bury me with my weed. Probably, like, probably Pierre yeah. DBS. Yeah, right? yeah, it was. Yeah, it was too, fucking yeah. sick. Bro. I don't I smoke weed, but I was singing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But going back to what you said about when at the time when you wrote that song, no one was singing it. I was listening to um, another podcast. I think it had Craig from Sick of All on it. And he said something really interesting. He said, when you're an old a band that's been going a long time, as soon as you write a new song, no one likes it. No one's yeah. interested in it. It, it, it. People only begin to like it when it becomes an old song. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like, yeah. you're saying when you were at the time, no one gave a fuck. But now it's kind of fell into that um, classical, what's the word I'm looking for? It's one of them sort of old, old school, old school classic. Yeah, and tunes, now it's I become think. the yeah. sing along. It's weird. Yeah. Music. Well, I wonder what that, that is. That said, as well, I think Injury Time fucking smashed that tune anyway. Yeah. And I think, like, yeah, when yeah. I've seen them do it before, I've seen it, I thought, actually, do you know what? Fatty does a better job singing that than me. So oh I'm like, God. I kind of just leave him to it. So, what's Oh, what you know? We're going. What was you going to say? What, what is? Say? What's the full of it? Can you sing the full? Can you sing the full thing for the? What that chorus bit? Yeah, because I only know part of it. When my time comes, bury me with my weeds. So we blaze for eternity. When again we meet, meet my brothers. My brother. When again yeah. we meet. My fools try so hard to break, break me, me. Won't let feds fucking take, take me. me. But I can't escape the crossfire. So resting in pieces, I lay. That's some fucking deep Ale. lyrics. That's DBS, I think. I think that's the first, Maldita were the first ones to do the singing thing. In our like, little group. Yeah. But yeah. Nine, but I've done it later and, do you know what I mean? Fucking, yeah. the, uh, the set itself though, man. Like, it's just classic fucking injury time then, man. Like, big up Rocky, big up Simon. Yeah, old school and Matty, veterans, like, man. It's fucking and, great and, to see and, inside and, and Frank Dizzle as well, like Frank's fucking stepping up on fucking bass, big him up. Oh yeah, man, yeah, he smashed yeah, it. Yeah, mate, fucking just like breakneck, so, just like fast, 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 fast. Hard, like, hard, love hard, it. hard, but fucking fast, like. Um, uh, yeah. Injury Time will be playing with- uh, Wisdom in Chains. Wisdom in Chains and Knuckle Dust and Last, Last Orders, Orders. At the New Cross- New Cross Inn, Inn. and that is so, on the 19th of August, Moral Decay Martin. And Upsurge Fest, I think, are putting that one up. Yeah. Whoever the geezer who does that, he's putting it on. So, yeah. So, if you want to hear that song, I'm pretty sure they're going to play it. They'll cover that song again, won't they? Bring some weed in it. Yeah. Bring some weed. They've, come they've and cover it for a long time though. now, haven't they? I think. It's kind of. Because that band yeah. kind of just came from Maldito anyway, didn't it? Really, like, came from the ashes of Maldito. Was that before that? Injury? What? Was Maldito yeah. before Injury Time? Maldito, yeah. 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 And yeah. then Injury Time come after Maldito, kind of. I don't know really what happened to be honest. I think we because just Sire, stopped bothering. Sire, <laughs> Sire, <laughs> Sire, 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 Sire Rocky had their own band. That was in Seventeen Stitches. 17 yeah, stitches. that's right. Yeah, respect to them. With Leo the singer. Oh, I'll big up Leo. Um, I was listening to fucking funny enough. I was listening to uh, Defcon Zero today as well. Oh really? That's fucking banging. They, this, yeah. if you like that sort of like old school, costy discharge kind of, kind of discharge, sound, yeah. it's fucking. They're they're good. Oh man, well man, really good. nice one. So, uh, they're still around now, are they? I know, still doing sure, sure they're doing anything. I know I D- there's a new band, DTA, that they're doing. Seamus yeah. is in it as well. Oh, I saw Seamus, man. Seamus yeah, is an old school, um, 
He was behind the bar, funny enough. He was enough. working behind yeah. the bar. At the, at the like unicorn. Yeah. 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 And he was sober. It's the most sober I've ever seen him in my life. <laughs> Mate, he, he, I'm, mm. I said, I was joking with him. I've known Seamus since I was about 14 years old. Yeah. And like, I, I fucking was joking with him on a day. I was like, what's it like being behind the bar? And he said, it's, it's fucking hell. <laughs> He goes. He looked miserable. All, all, I like, well, all I could think of was water, water everywhere, and not a drop to drink. That <laughs> famous man. Jokes. So next up, man, was uh, another band that's fucking amazing band. That for whatever reason, uh, I don't know, lineup changes or whatever, they didn't get any steam going behind them because I think they could have really fucking done something. And that was Diction. Yes. I thought, yeah. Yeah, what, Dixon blew me away, man. I thought they were fucking... For a band that hasn't played for like forever how many years, they were tight as fuck and they were hard, man. Was, how long, some of how long ago was their gig, their last gig before Ruxia? I think their last gig before that was with... Um, I think it might have been maybe a show at the Unicorn. Or maybe they might have had to sadly pull out of that one. But I know the last time I saw them was at the Unicorn, maybe two years ago. What, the Ruxian 10th tw- t- year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> the Ruxian <laughs> 18th anniversary, though. No one came to. Like, <laughs> nah, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was even a Ruxian show. I think, I can't remember, man. There's so many fucking shows and dates in it. But I know definitely it was at the Unicorn and yeah. they played like, just like, a quick set as as much as they did but people got hyped that day as well it wasn't as busy but people fucking got hyped because they don't play as much as they used to play I, I, I remember they I, don't play at all man I remember back in the day when I fucking first like come around and start getting into fucking all the bands and that like Addiction used to play all the time I'm busy seeing them all the time yeah, yeah, not yeah. saying it was a bad thing but they're always on bills like I see them at some fucking um, community centre in fucking Croydon the cartoon Nah, I There's don't know. Even you could a cartoon or something. Yeah, nah, it was know, like I remember proper... going down to the cartoon. I remember the cartoon because it used to be a fucking two-hour drive through the centre of London. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking. And then to and then we'd go on, and then no fuck would be watching us. It'd <laughs> be no one here at all. Just it? drive home again. Equator's one and weird places, isn't it? It's like you just drive forever, and it's like you know further than you're just on the outskirts of London it's quite in London it's not you're just on the it's outskirts of London it's, it's, yeah sort it's of, just yeah. Like, uh, it's, a, it's a greater London thing isn't it it's like, the awkwardest place to get to in the world man but Diction for me man like the one of them bands are just they they've got the tunes they've got the they've got the, they've got the, the live show tight it's, it's a shame that they tight. even Chris, Tick, Chris Diction on guitar was saying like you know we are the most he said something on stage about we are the most unorganised band on the Ruxham Worcester or something I don't think that's true <laughs> uh, <laughs> you well, it's happening Steve <laughs> come on no you know what I mean no fuck you know we are we are like we're a bunch of people who do it for the love of it aren't we so yeah yeah, yeah. we're all dysfunctional but they're paying fucking, I'm we saying, are all an unorganised yeah. fucking rebel the yeah, fucking yeah. lot of us mate. but it works, I mean, but it works. I would say that band's only paid 20 times in the last 10 years 10 years <laughs> Which is a shame, man. But yeah, you know, you know there's, there's still a door for them, man. Hopefully they'll come back. This is re because they had a good reaction. The crowd was going off. So hopefully when they saw that, it might they might. And again, it's like, like, like a lot of us in it, where things are changing in a lot. People's lives are changing. People have kids. Dropping. People have speak for <laughs> yourself, mate. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking what's it called? People have like married and fucking kids and moving away and shit like that so yeah it's hard you know it's hard in it like it so hard. you try and 
keep things going, but you have to be realistic at the same time as well. But I'm sure them guys, if they feel they want to do something, they'll be the first to let us know. And obviously, they'll always be there, a door, sorry, there. There'll always be a door for them to fucking come through and do their fucking thing. So, yeah. just hopefully we'll see them. They did put no, out a release on Ruction like about maybe two years ago. Yeah, so go pick that so, up, man. Yeah. You know, go and check out the Diction CD. I, I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed, man. Yeah, so I think up. there'll be a lot of people waiting for them when they, if they, if they ever do decide to properly come back and start being more active again, uh, there'll be plenty of people waiting. Have they ever played Europe? Yeah, they have. Oh, yeah, have they? I don't know. I don't know. They've played BFLBU Fest, like, 06. Don't know what they've done oh, after shit. that. Fucking hell. BFLBU Fest. So what are you eating over there, man? What you got? What you got? Oh. By the way, the BFLBU Fest was when I uh, ceased to be Steve BDF. What did you become? Officially. Just Steve. Is that what you that was, that was BDF's last gig. Oh, oh yeah. right. Oh. 2006. People still refer to you as Steve BDF. I know, yeah. I know. Oh, mate, I'll be 70 and people will still be fucking. Steve BDF, we were the greatest. Your nickname's stick if you're in it. Like, yeah, play bass, you cunt. I just got some fucking salad down there. I've got fucking lettuce, baby tomatoes. This guy, man, he's like, it always brings like little pat lunks with him, man. He's all fucking. Joe, in it, bruv. Oh, he, made, he made me feel like the gluttonous fucker I was because I got a KFC drive-thru on the way here <laughs> and I just munched it all and put it all in the bin and just thought, oh, that's that all right. Didn't really like want a KFC, but there's a drive-thru on the way. So, And then he brings that in. I was like, could have done that really, couldn't I? I had a gay cod. I, 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 like, I actually enjoy fucking cooking now. Like, I don't know what's happened to me. Like, I enjoy fucking cooking. Nah, that's good, man. Yeah. You saved no, a fucking hell, well. of, hell of a lot of money as well. Not fucking oh, about fuck me. Yeah. Not when I've had a fucking drink and I'm get down to the chicken shop buying fucking ten barbecue wings and shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone but us, straight from the heart of London. Anyway, man, so like two more bands left, man. Two more bands left, and uh, you know what I have to say. You know, you, usually when you have a festival, man, come the last few bands, Start people tired, are tired, off, people. But yeah. for some reason. I'm telling you, man, that day was special, man. People was on some fucking jewel cell energy bunny. There was, there was good cocaine around that day, I heard. I was there? I, I didn't see that one fucking... I didn't see no air biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you use in the toilet all the time, Steve? Huh? I'll get me and my cocaine out of it. So anyway, the next was the mighty, mighty fucking Prowler. And Prowler, you know what? When you think you can't take it, the level any higher, any higher. I think you could tell there was a lot of people waiting for Prowler. And yeah. before Prowler come on, I was talking to, um, who was I talking to? I can't remember, I was talking to one of them and they were saying they was gonna do a UK, a cover of a UK band. And I was trying to find out, I was trying to get some intel on what cover they was gonna do, but they fucking wouldn't tell me. But anyway, after we had them on our fucking podcast and all. Oh, yeah, innit? Innit? Fucking Prowler. Cheeky, cheeky bastards. But anyway, uh, Nathan come on, took off his T-shirt and does his uh, little flex thing he does. I <laughs> <laughs> hate Hating on you, man. No, I'm hating because he he's making all of us look bad, man, coming on with his chiseled chest and shit. No, big up yeah, to Nathan. Yeah, fucking hell, Nathan eats some more burgers, for fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck's sake, man. Like, yeah, fair. You know, all us guys' anxieties about our body, man. But he... They come on and they fucking... Do you know what? I've never... And I'm not just saying this. I've never seen a fucking bad Prowler show, man. I think that band is most probably the most tightest band 
in our little in the UK. Like seriously, like seriously tight. Have you ever? I don't know. They, Ooh, agree, silence! Though. Silence in the room. No, I'd agree. I was, I was just trying to think of. No, I'm saying Plano is the most but... tightest band. Like, oh fucking hell! Oh Thank yeah, you. that's that's the response I wanted. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. They're fucking tight. Come on, Steve. Why, they are why fucking, are we... No, no, no. They are fucking tight. I was trying to think of other tight bands as well, just to like compare them to. Compare. My mind went blank. Them and so, Malevolence, yeah. maybe the two tightest bands I can oh, think of. That's why I went a bit quiet. <laughs> No, but like oh, they the can. Drum, the malevolence drummer's fucking. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, that child. We need to get him on the podcast. Fucking hell, mate. One, man. He, he can drum that kid. Malevol- man. If you're listening, guys, drum. get in touch. But yeah, Prowler come on, man, and fucking. So they played a few tunes, a fucking pit went off, and then they done a club of lang. Yeah. Well, you know what we need to do for Prowler as well? What's that? That fucking um, that's special dance all as well. Their, all their fucking Finland's fucking Instagram stories are mental, mate. Yeah, but that cracked me up. They Pop recently up. went Finland, and um, if you ain't a member of them on Instagram, definitely fucking add them up because this they put some funny when they that band is one of the most. Like funnest people to go on tour with, man. And they ended They're up just dr- pure bant all the and they time. They ended up drinking with Essa, and you know how that's gonna fucking end. Yeah, yeah. pick up our friend Essa <laughs> from uh, Finland He'd in be the fucking cup drinking all night. Yeah, they were doing some funny shit. So they come on. They done the clubberlang. What the fuck? That it's funny that people, a lot of people cover that band, but all the people that cover it are not straight edge. You know what I mean? But anyway, and then uh, did you catch the well, cover that they done? The, the, the other cover on the UK oh, band, the special move on. They fucking done special yeah. move. Yeah. Dark Overlord. That's good looks as well. And for Eruption Fest as well. Yeah. That was just perfect cover. Perfect, man. Yeah. But perfect when I cover. say the fucking place went off, bruv, it went fucking psycho, man. And how good would it have been if special move? Fucking play. Do you know what? It would have been even more so fucking rammed, mate. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen so many threads on over the years, like when you when you say, Oh, we've got a special announcement for another band, there's you, always one person that goes, Special move. Like yeah, I like, know, no, I know. It ain't gonna happen. It's, gonna it's happen. never gonna happen. Do you know what it is? A lot of these bands, they think that no one gives a fuck. Who wants to hear, see see us fucking but so many people wanna see like Yeah. Like special move especially so many people want to see that band if they ever do decide to just do a couple of shows or do a one-off show I'm I say you, it will I, be I packed say, it will go off never say never in it like yeah yeah you never know and I you understand people like we said about DBS people in a different space in a different time in their life you never know so like, it has to be right for them yeah. man but hopefully one yeah, day we yeah but you know in 10 years time it might be a case of like oh, seems Let's like the right it. time to bring it back do you think know, though like kicks. We're at the age now, not so much Lewis because he's younger than us, but we're, we're at the age now where it's kind of now and ever. You can't come your back age you... bracket, mate. <laughs> fuck, you know? What I'm saying is you can't come back when you're 50 doing like Dark Overlook. Oh, why not, man? Fuck it. Why not? You know yeah, what? Nah, fuck it. Yeah, true. You can't. I mean, can't, I mean I'm 33, like, so I, I'm, I'm, got, I'm, I'm sort of like just under a decade younger than you, man. But for me... Hang on, I'm uh, 38. You're five years younger than me. Sorry, man. Steve trying to be young still, but you're old. You're old. Just deal with it. 
I just, I've got my I've got my cap on backwards. As long as you can still get a hard on, on, that's all that matters. I, mate. I heard fucking <laughs> I heard John Joseph say the other day, I'm 56 years old. Fuck, and I, was I couldn't like, believe yeah, that's that. Cool. Fuck, that's uh, that's good for me then, mate. I could carry on doing this. Like, yeah, I don't know how I was fuck fucking. Um, no, but do you eat a plant based diet? Hell that's no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He smokes, guy, a, he smokes a plant based diet. <laughs> I used to smoke a plant based diet, but I've fucking given that up. That's why I started cooking more food now. You know what, John? Yeah, John Joseph. He, he, if you see him on stage, you're like, you never believe he's 56. Yeah, I wouldn't think he's like, I mean, I wouldn't have thought he's 40 years old, but 56. I'm like, fucking, fucking hell. hell. And the way he yeah. moves, but it's just, it's yeah, it's the lifestyle, isn't it? He really looks after his body, man. But you know, like, I, I just, I just think to myself, I love doing it. I love playing music. If I stop loving it, then I'll stop doing it. But yeah, I'm fucking but you know the age what? I'm at already, and I, there's no, you, no signs of it. Nothing's changed. For so some reason, people, gonna carry on. people put a shelf life on your hardcore. Like you hit a certain age and, oh, you still like hardcore? Yeah. Like you're fuck supposed to just... Nerds, yeah, yeah, fuck them people. But like, there seems to be... In metal, it's fine to be like 50-odd and still playing metal. It's cool. But like in hardcore, for some reason, it's... Uh, it's I think no, that's changing not, as well a little bit. It is bit changing. Because a lot, of the, a lot of the classic hardcore bands are fucking old men now. Oh, yeah, like Nostic Front Vince. And, and Knuckle Dust. Shout out to them guys, they're man, amazing. You know what I mean? Knuckle Dust. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? So, um, what was, we forgot, what, yeah, it's a Prowler, man. Prowler, did, what do you guys think of the Prowler set? It was, it's I'm rambling on, sorry. banging. No, it's fucking banging. Oh, thanks for the input, so Steve. <laughs> nice, they always fucking put on a good show and they're fucking great people as well which is the most important thing. But yeah. to be second to last before the last band come on, like they fucking got the crowd fucking going and hyped up. And as we said, by the time it gets to that sort of time, everyone starts dropping off and starts getting a bit tired and it's all oh, fucking old. The bear starts be kicking soon. in. Like, yeah, beer starts kicking in. People start thinking about getting trains home and whatnot, but people still kept going. Like Nobody, so. was, nobody was thinking about going home, were they? That's the thing. Like that no, night, no. nobody was thinking about going home. Nobody, I don't think anybody remotely wanted to go home that night. Yeah. So shout out to Prowler, man. Them guys were fucking. They absolutely killed it. And then this is it. Well, right at the end, man. Nine, Dizzle, Nine Bar, they come on. Da, 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 da. And you know, like da, 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 da. that da, fucking da, 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 da. that intro gets. So you know, that fucking intro gets me yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. hyped, man. That was one of the that I think I mentioned on the previous thing, podcast. <laughs> that was one of the first CDs I ever bought, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I put it in to my fucking CD player, and I go home, I bought that time for some ruction and um, taking names, and I put that in, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like these, and looking at the cover, like these guys from South London. I was like, fuck. You're hyped. <laughs> so when I hear that intro, man. It brings you back to that time. Time to go back into the pit back, for like back, a little bit and then just go back on the side and puff out. The fight, day. Because yeah. they've got so, like, so many anthems, man. Yeah. And like you said, when they come in with that. Well, they play that towards the end. That, that, oh, they, yeah, they, they, they come with? I can't remember. I can't remember. I but don't all, know. That, this is, but as I was saying uh, before we started recording, by this time of the evening, I was many whiskeys deep. <laughs> I remember, I remember having a lot of fun. I remember having a lot of fun, and I remember Nine Bar being fucking excellent. So anyway, yeah, Nine Bar come on and they fucking absolutely tore up the place. But I think for Nine Bar, the last two songs in general, it went to a ridiculous level, man. The last two songs, uh, fuck, what were they? 
Last two songs were. I know what the last one was. Reedy's Box. Now Reedy's Box was. Oh yeah. Reedy's Box was the last tune. Well, the, it wasn't. The, it wasn't the last tune. They played Reedy's Box like as the last tune. Yeah. Then they done the old intro into uh, We Don't Need. We don't. Uh, and that's and it, how they. That's yeah. Do you know what? I missed the fucking last nine bar song, man. Because read these read my box. I was on the stage, oh, right? Yeah. And I was like, when we went buck fucking wild, mate. No, but you know what it was, <laughs> right? This is gonna sound mad. Like people gonna go, like, oh man, grow some balls. But you know, you just get caught in a moment. Like I was just there's pan read my box. I was looking around. I was seeing all my friends. Everyone was smiling. Like I said before, everyone was fucking hugging each other. At this state, at this point of the night, the stage had become the fucking floor, and yeah, the floor had become yeah. like, there was the stage was rammed with people. It was just family, friends, and I just fucking at a part of a uh, my box at the end. I just fucking I just lost my mind. Man. I was, I was, I, I was, first of all, I was trying to stage dive. In old man style, right? <laughs> Shuffle diving. You know, like fucking a long jumper when he like oh, he gets to that age and he can't jump no more, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to give this up. So I was trying to stage dive, and I kind of got like half stage diving. So then I fucking failed at that kind of, and I went into the pit, and I was just fucking. I just see this long legs just fucking. <laughs> Someone said dulcim. Dulcim leg. From Street Fighter, I can't. I just see his legs just fucking just taking people, and I was like, "Fucking!" I was like, I was on stage because like I was as I, I was fucking knackered, like so I was just chilling by the side, like, and then I just looked around, I just see, I was like, "What the fuck's Wemmer doing?" I was like, "Raw, he's fucking getting mental, kicking, <laughs> just getting wild, like." Like it was like, but as you said, the stage was rammed. There was bare people at the front. It was just fucking when just when fucking insane like, I remember yeah. seeing Simon at the front Simon Maguire and um, Welsh Allen they were always at the front like they were just always there and they were always singing along they were just fucking getting like fucking Allen yeah. was fucking wasted wasn't he like big up yeah. Allen Allen was fucked, I don't know how man. that geezer had time to drink because he was non-stop down the front he must have been slurping them down during he, the breaks he's, in, he's always at the front with he's a, a soldier man. drinking his hand drinking soldier yeah, 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 drinking yeah. fucking soldier I so, don't know how you could hold on to a drink with people. Well, he like couldn't because right? this is fucking hell. Going back to fucking me dancing, the floor was fucking soaking. Man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. And me being a bit of a prick, like, I threw a, a few kicks and I slipped. So at that point, I should have said to myself, maybe uh, this is not a good idea. Like, fucking the floor's wet. But, like, fucking, I was caught in a moment. I fucking kicked again and I slipped and I somehow managed to spin around. And I just cracked my head on the monitor. And you went, you're good, flame. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, man. <laughs> have you ever fucking kicked your head? I don't know if you guys have experienced this, right? You know when you kick your head on something and you're like, you know what you've done and you're like, you just felt that warmth. You're, wait, you're waiting to like, see yeah. if this shit's going to be bleeding. So I wiped my eyelid and there was nothing, but then I kind of like was a bit dazed. So I kind of, and I felt like a bit, like a bit of a dickhead as well. So I tried to, Fade off into the background, and I was standing by the door, and I fucking touched my eyebrow like, again. Yeah. Bruv, my eye was fucking. It was like I felt like Rocky. I was like Creed, bruv. I was like, <laughs> you know, like Creed, Creed when he goes, let, let him die. <laughs> if he uh, dies, if he, he dies, dies, he dies. He dies. I had blood pouring down my face, and at that point, I went to the fucking bath. 
A uh, funny story, right? Quick one. I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh, please don't let this be bad. And then I just saw like, I looked in the mirror and I could literally just see my skull. It's not, I'm, not, I'm making it sound worse than it is. Nah, but yeah. you see, you see the bone. Like. Yeah, I could see the bone. I'm like, for fuck's sake. So I'm washing this thing down. And then um, this Eastern European guy comes in. Like, and he goes to me, his English was broken. And he goes to me, um, do you want to fight? I'm like, I'm sitting there, my fucking eye bleeding. Like, what are you talking about? Do I want to fight? Yeah. Goes, you want you, you want to fight? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? I said, then what the fuck are you talking about, bro? He goes, do you want to fight? I said, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Can't you see my fucking eye? But what he was actually was saying, what, what he did was, you get into a fight? Yeah, did you get yeah. into a fight? And did he was you saying, get into a fight? He was saying to me, do you want me to come out and fight with you? So like, he goes, oh. no, I come fight with you now. I said, oh, I was like, no, nah, bub, it weren't like that. I fell over, man. That's like, almost, that, that, that's, that's like, <laughs> this guy was wanting you know to fight someone. Like, that's like that episode of Kirby Enthusiasm yeah. where uh, Larry goes into yeah. the fucking, into the, into the, I think it's like a doctor's or clinic or something like, yeah. and there's a geezer with fucking leukemia yeah. and he, he's a fucking Nazi skin and it's like, like, like <laughs> fucking Nazi. <laughs> and he like, realizes that it ain't all right. All right, there. It's actually, it's a little bit similar to that sort of thing. It was kind of like it, but then when, I, when I clocked what he was saying, I was like, no, oh, no, thanks, bub, it's all right. I, I slipped over and he goes, oh, okay, cool, cool. I thought, what a rude boy, man. The guy actually went to yeah. fucking go out there and fight with me. So then I missed the last nine bar song. So what was that like, man? I fucking... Oh, bruv, it was fucking... Well, apart from Reedy's boxing, the last tune, people just in the pit dancing and then everyone just singing along. It was just... Happy and... Just happy, having a good time. I think Reedy's box was like... The peak of it, where everyone yeah, was yeah, on stage and everyone yeah, was singing yeah. along. That is their, that's their anthem, isn't it? Without a doubt. Bait Sam on stage of his fucking Instagram stories, filming the old fucking thing. <laughs> he fucking, got some good clips. He got some good clips. He probably didn't save none of them, like fucking idiot. But he uh, got um, Bait Sam though, like. Funny you say that. I, um, one of our friends, Ian, uh, he rec- he had his GoPro. I think there's a lot of that. He's recorded a lot of the nine bar set. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, go on to is it the Ruction the YouTube channel on uh, the Ruction, Ruction TV. Ruction TV is on uh, it's on YouTube, and big up Andy Nolan who's been um he wasn't there sadly for the show but he yeah. was what's it called, uploading a lot of that stuff, but um yeah yes that that, that was it and then fucking that was the end of the day man amazing it. day fucking up so, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry I was just gonna say big up the fucking unicorn for having us yeah, like because yeah. I mean as we said it was, as we said earlier on it was free entry so for people to actually be able to come in and check out all these great bands for free. <coughs> Like, so oh, it's amazing, it was their man. support on the night, fucking buying beers at the bar, supporting yeah. the fucking distro in a really, really big way. Like, if anyone saw those Rockbox t-shirts with the fucking red, those red Reebok logo, bruv, like, I literally, when I got there, Poppy was setting up. Once he set everything up and then everything was out, there was just people just turning up, like, bam, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go and get one of those t-shirts. But, like, I'll wait, give it half an hour. Literally, someone goes, you got any of them t-shirts that pops? Small left, and I was like, fuck, like, what? Hell. Small only, like, left. Oh, respect, like, they man. fucking went, rather, everything went fast, man. So People showed up and people paid in. And also, actually, on uh, the subject of the unicorn, I want to shout out to Seamus and Ricky behind the bar because yeah, I went there on um, Saturday night, just gone for my mate's band's gig, you know, Leon um, oh, yeah. and Simon. Yeah. They're in a band called Day Locus, if you like your prog, uh, prog metal kind of stuff. And they were playing there, and I bumped into Seamus and Ricky there as well. And I was just like, have you recovered after last week? 
and, we, and they were both just like, do you know what? That was the hardest fucking day's work behind a bar yeah, we've had for so long. It was savage, mate. Yeah. It was fucking, like, literally. They were troopers that day, honestly. And even yeah. for Ricardo, like, because at first it was just him and the fucking old bird who was normally there with the fucking, uh, the regular drinkers. And, like, there was just loads of people at the fucking bar. So it was when the cavalry turned up, Seamus and a couple of other mans, like, they got a little bit of help, but still, it was fucking wall to wall, full of fucking man. Imagine fucking that. Right? If any of you's worked behind a bar before, yeah. like that was like twelve hours of constant, 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 constant rush right. hour, wasn't it? That's yeah, like, that's, that's what that's, that's, that's rushing shows though all, all day though. Like rush, yeah. we fucking bring out the fucking drinkers, and man's fucking have a good time. So you notice most of our stories today have gone like. Yeah, Finland or they like a drink. Scotland, yeah, they like a drink. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, they like a drink. <laughs> yes, it. But, um, I put out a little post earlier on, like, just because we're going to be finishing up really soon. But I, want, I just asked, like, um, just wanted to know what people's thoughts are from the day. So I'm just going to read out some bits that I posted up on the uh, on the Ruction um, Facebook page. So big up everyone who fucking contributed to that and put their uh, little bit in. Um, Manuel Nunes Silva said uh, he liked Ironed Out set. Thank you, Manuel. Thank you You're a bad man. Appreciate You're not you. getting no free T-shirt or anything like that. But respect <laughs> to you anyway. <laughs> Yeah. And he's bigging up Iman for streaming the set, so respect to him. Ferg has said, dislocating my finger during Prayla. Oh, shit. Stage invasion during Nine Bar. The return of injury time with Fatty. And you don't even fucking mention me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. Um, great weather, atmosphere all day. And he also mentioned, um, and loads of people supporting the distro too, as I just touched on. Respect. James Creed, I think he's a friend of you guys, right, from fucking... Uh, I won't yeah, say back in the yeah, day, but you yeah, come yeah. out quite a lot back in the yeah. day. I think James, yeah. That's James Creed has said, seeing injury time back on stage was definitely a highlight. When Fatty started, run for the bus, and I'm out of breath, banger. Nine bars incredible, especially the stage evasion for Reedy's box. Yes. All in all, it was a wicked day. Titi Romine, guys from Belgium. Yeah, Titi. Titi. Nine bar set, Prowler covering special move, coming from Belgium in the feeling of a family reunion. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. Ironed out set. Thank you, Titi. Again, Thanks no free you. stuff. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> seeing so many old friends, meeting new ones. One of the highlights of this year yet. That's fucking oh, cool. Lot, man. Yeah. Really I cool think I think we that. share that sentiment as well. I yeah. don't think that's going to get top this year either. And there's um, one of the young, one of the younger guys who's been coming to a lot of our shows. Big, uh, tall lad, Mark Turner. He said, getting trashed in Prowler's set and then jumping off stage, smacking into people and falling over. That was his <laughs> That sounds a lot <laughs> like your story, my man. It does, yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, our friend from America, Boston Sean. Boston! Hey. Yeah, we've got to give a special shout out to him. Yeah. He came all the way from America specifically for this show. What's the Don? We should have played yeah. that Dropkick Murphy song in the party just for him. Like. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Don? He goes, every band killed it. I couldn't believe the lineup before a free show even better. Great atmosphere all day and night. So glad I'm part of the Ruxia family was be able to, and was able to be there and celebrate. Big up yourself, Sean. Oh, yeah, respect, always man. welcome, Sean. But for me, this is the best comment. And this is from Chris Thompson, who's a guitarist hey, in hey. Diction and was formerly in Nine Bar. He's just simply put Wemma moshing. <laughs> <laughs> God, Chris, love you, Bob. And um, the last comment mm. I just want to put up, and that's um, from Ranny, um, Joe's girlfriend. Joe's in Last Orders, and he's formerly of Cold Art True. Oh, uh, one, one thing I just need just before you go into the comment. Yeah. Um, that day was the day that I realised that Joe looks like Dynamo the Magician, and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> 
and Joe, I never had the chance to say it to him. Oh, God. But Wait, now, Dano's now I'm saying it. Dano's put fucking bare weight now, hasn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's ill. He's, he's, yeah, mate, he's ill. He's, he's got some oh, massive right. It's funny problem. you say that, because I saw Joe walk through a glass glass window. Yeah? You didn't get my joke then, did you? Some David Blaine man. <laughs> but Rani said, Rani's from, from Belgium. She goes, for her, it was Prowler and the Belgians. Because as we said earlier on, love to the Belgians. Man. It was yeah. a fucking coach load of fucking Belgians who bore through that fucking day, man. They were fucking, yeah, man, they fucking killed it. So, so, yeah. You know what? It's good to see it in reverse as well. Because we've traditionally, it's been us going to Belgium on the piss. You know what? I'm saying we need to do this Ruxham Fest in Belgium. Yeah. We need to do that coach trip again, man. Do you oh, know mate. What I mean? oh, mate, that'd be... That'd be amazing, man. Yeah. But all in all, it was a fucking amazing day. Like, for me, it ended <clears throat> shit because, you know, when you had a long day at a festival and yeah. you're fucking tired and you just, your bed's calling you, I had to spend six hours in a fucking accident and Ooh. emergency, mate. And I was fucking, uh, I was sweating from the gig. Uh, and I, I was fucked, but you know what? You got seen though, innit? Like, you got your eyes I've got stitched seen. up. Fucking socialised medicine works, doesn't it? <laughs> Big up the NHS. Thank you for looking after me. Innit? And um, it was an amazing day. Thank you to everyone that supported the show. Here's to another 20 years of Ruxton. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. Anything, any last words you guys want to say? Um, the next Ruxton show is on Saturday, the 4th of August. And we have Injury Time, who will be headlining. So make sure you get to that. Supporting, hey. we've got Vendetta UK Harkle from Peterborough. Oh, we've sweet. got Resist from Leeds. Bop, bop. Resist are a new young band. They've got a new release coming out very soon. Um, also on that day, we've got a band who play power violence, teams with a bit of dark metal. I saw them at um, a fest that I recently played in um, New Cross. Dark They're metal. called... It's like fucking black metal and power violence. It's oh, fucking, oh, it's fucking sick, mate. Like, I love to hear that, man. Your brother, yeah. It's fucking metal. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... Um, they're called Working Men's Club. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> and another band that is playing is a band called Torn Away. It features Dan Rayner from Renounced. I think he's singing in that band. They've oh, got cool. music out, but they ain't got a Facebook page. But it's all up on Facebook, 4th of August. So make sure you come down to that. And um, apart from that, oh. Iron Out is playing 6th of July. At, um, New River Studios with Worst Out from Paris, Life Betrays Us, Warmaster, and um, fucking hell, another band. I can't fucking remember. My brain's fucking gone. Fair yeah. enough, man. Yeah. You can find all the information on the Ruction. Exactly. Ruction page. page and, the... and Facebook. It's all on oh, there. Oh, shit. Search for it. Sort of fucking hell, almost forgot. Like, sorry, Steve. Radio Eye Collective. Oh. We've got Jukaya Show coming up, which is on 15th of August. And we've also got Ready Fest, which is the 31st of August, the Friday. We've got the fucking uh, Friday show, Higher Power Headlining. And then on a Saturday, we've got the fucking main fest, the All Day with Marauder playing Master Killer in fucking wow. full. I cannot, cannot wait that. for that. Taken by fest, fucking full, mate. Who's that band to be announced? Are they any good? They're amazing, mate, to be announced. <laughs> they got some fucking great tunes, mate. Oh, One of their tunes is called oh, To Be Confirmed. Have Apparently, you, have yeah. you got? Do you know? Who, I know you can't. You most probably can't tell us that now. It's but fucking Shawadi Wadi. I said it on the first fucking oh, thing, innit? Like. <laughs> Fair enough. Nah, it's not Shawadi yeah. Wadi. We couldn't get them in time. Like, nah, it's uh, Gary Glitter. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, he's going to hide him, mate. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this up, man. Thank you so much for listening. Now, I just want to say apologies for the uh, big gap between episode two and three. We have got some other uh, podcasts in the works, but. As you know, getting 
the scheduling with bands and getting everyone in the same place at the same time yep. is takes a lot of work. So if you don't hear from us uh, for a bit, it's because we are working hard behind the scenes and we've got some great podcasts coming up. So stick with us. Thank you for supporting us. Share, like, and all the rest of it. Big up yourself. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. See you later. You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast straight from the heart of London.